Hey everybody, welcome to the Punk Till I Die podcast number 38. I'm one of your hosts, Tom, and Neil's out there somewhere. How are you doing, Neil? Oh, I'm suffering this morning, my friend. I'm uh, hungover, <laughs> hungover. We did one of those, um, for the first time, we did one of those Zoom calls with the family uh, yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, so they stayed up late. It was my... Um, Two of my nieces oh, and your English my family. Yeah, my English family. Yeah, two of my nieces. Six hours ahead, of, or yep. five or six hours ahead, right? Yeah. So it was two of my nieces and my brother. So we had a four-way thing going on. It was pretty cool. And uh, so, so, what time do you do this? You're in Central Time. What time do you get on the phone with them? Or um, get on Zoom? We did it about. It was about four o'clock my time, so it was ten o'clock at night for them. So they were pretty lit already as well. Which so they was were pretty fit, but they were getting towards bedtime. While you, on the other hand, were just getting out of work. I was just getting off work. Yeah. Happy hour. Yep, yep. I mean, I start early. I start at like six thirty, so I was pretty much off work. But, um, yeah, but it was fun. I mean, it worked well. Oh. We had, we did like a pub quiz kind of thing, and uh, you know, there was a lot of drinking, and it was good. But yeah, I'm suffering this morning. I had too you many just... too many gins. I had. Were you at your place or were you uh, at no. your daughter's place? Or... No, yeah, I was at I was at my daughter's place, so we okay. were all we were all on there together. It was fun though. It was a lot. It was a lot oh. of fun, you know, just shooting the shit and stuff, and just seeing all those faces again was cool. No, that's good. I mean, it, obviously, it's not a perfect situation, but it's uh, better than better than nothing, right? Yeah, no, it is, and it's amazing how this Zoom thing has just completely taken off. I mean, I think Zoom has been around for a year or two, but all of a sudden, it's everybody's go-to, right, for yeah. this for this kind of thing because it is really simple. So mental note when we're done recording we need to talk about that too so anyway oh zoom yeah sure mark that mark that sure um so yeah it is strange right they see the biggest you know, the biggest sales increases other than the fact that everybody's using amazon for everything i'm sure and the united states post office is jammed up with things and not performing very well yep. the biggest jump in sales has been mm. booze mm-hmm. booze and, and pornography. guns booze and booze guns and porn and yeah. guns too that's right guns <laughs> Now I'm I'm an I'm I'm not a I'm I'm a little bit of a gun guy but not much of a gun guy I got I got I got some guns but I'm not like a gun lover gun nut um, I do enjoy the occasional drink I'm not a pornography guy at all at this point in my life I must say um, but I have been buying like half gallons at a time from like Sam's Club <laughs> of what of what gin of, or well vodka no they don't have gin they have vodka and they have rums and my hmm. wife occasionally now this is how i justify right my wife will occasionally have a drink and she likes spiced rum so it's like oh cool i'll just buy a half gallon of that meanwhile she has two drinks out of the half gallon you know and, <laughs> and, you've, and you've finished it in thing. a week <laughs> and it's this glass bottle and it's so like big i'm afraid i'm gonna crack my skull with it when i'm trying to put it back up in the <laughs> up in the cupboard and i'm just watching it go down I'm like wow well, and you know a few days it's down like half yeah you know? <laughs> It's just, it, but on the plus side, it's 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 cheap. It's literally like fifteen bucks for a half gallon. Hmm. You know what? I've never I've never had spiced rum. Never. Really? Yeah. Never had like Captain Morgan's or Sailor Jerry's or something. No, sir. Never. I love. Well, to... I'll tell you what, man. When you mix that with like something fruity and something tropical, you'll feel like you're laying on the beach in Cosmo, Mexico, taking in the sun. I mean, maybe I have in something. And, you know, I don't know what's in an old-fashioned or whatever. I do love them, but um, maybe I have in something, but I've never just drunk that by itself, so. Makes you feel like a pirate, dude. <laughs> Especially the next morning. <laughs> too many, too, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. No, it's, it's, keep it's it, all good. But, yeah, so that's, that's, that's my, new, my new system, generally. And we, we've been doing, like, we have done some of the, like, six-packs or higher-end stuff from local places, you know? Yeah. Local brewers that we like and stuff. But it's so it's either like one extreme or the other, like a half fifteen dollar half gallons or like you know fifteen dollar six packs, not much in between. So, 
But yeah, I don't know. We're, we're about two months into this thing now, I think, or close to it. Yeah, close to yeah, close to yeah, for sure. Because I think we, uh, March, this, middle th- of March, this, this thing, this thing, and then, uh, and and we're going to at least the end of May now. So and I know you guys are too. So yep. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Oh, May seems to be flying by. So hopefully, you know. Well, I see that. Uh, the Dropkick Murphy's Rancid tour that had been postponed to this point is now canceled. Mm. And, you know, I always talk about how much I, I always get my tickets. When I can, I just go to the box office. Because the fees are killer yeah, on this. Fuck right? the fees, yeah, for sure. So the Dropkick Murphy's Rancid show was like $45 to begin with. So I just went to the box office, which is pretty close to my work. Went, you know, got my tickets, paid cash. Now, all of a sudden... Me being the guy who pays cash, it's become a pain in the ass. Oh, to get your money back, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I'm so I had to do email. I'm trying to figure out how to get refunded on this thing. And the same thing with the well, there's a couple other tours are postponed still that I actually have physical tickets for, and that would be the Sloppy. Uh, yeah, Sloppy. Yep. Two shows for Sloppy. Yep. And uh the Teenage Bottle Rocket tour that was supposed to happen in is it April? March? April? Yeah, yeah, April, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was April. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it was this week I was supposed to have like three three shows, but I've sort of sort of been wiped from my memory. Um, and the Annie Flag Bad Cop Bad Cop tour, hmm. those are postponed, and I bought them all from straight from the box office at, at the venue. So I, I don't know. I'm just sitting on them. Well, I that's mean, inter- not well, like, that's not interesting. Like I'm not, you know, it's not like I'm not paying my mortgage or buying my groceries because I have these tickets, and ultimately I'd rather hold on to them and have the show take place than get my money back. But Right. We'll see what happens. Well, I think I told you that they they already they rescheduled the uh, Teenage Bottle Rocket one in Chicago for July fourth, which seems pretty hopeful. You know what I mean? That's still not that far well, away, and I, I I don't know if they're going to figure out if they do do it if it's open by then, and they do do it. I don't know. Are they going to cut the capacity of the venue down by half or something? Yeah. Um, it's going to be I, weird. Well, and they, I noticed the Chicago show was rescheduled, but I noticed the Grand Rapids one wasn't, and it's like the whole tour wasn't posted yet with different dates so i i don't know yeah hey, we'll see if that I even know. happens i don't know yes so but, uh, so so, so <clears throat> this is a this is going to be loosely a mother's day episode yeah we have a theme a theme for the theme. And episode it's pretty pretty flimsy for <laughs> it is it is but it's it, but it's a nice it's a nice idea we're going to play it is. um songs from all female fronted bands which I know you've told me we're not supposed to say, but I'm saying <laughs> we can female say we st- fronted. We still say female fronted. Yep. We still say Merry Christmas. We still say God bless America, Neil. Do we? I don't think no, I've ever said that I'm last just, one, I'm, but sure. I'm being a... <laughs> <laughs> just being a... You know, you ever see those things on Facebook? We still uh, say Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah. We still say God bless America. Yeah. So anyway, um, one of those things we still say, and that's female fronted. You know, when I became um, a citizen, did I ever tell you this? When I became a citizen... Um, because I am a, I am a citizen, a citizen of this fine country. Sure um, you are. When I when I went to the uh, swearing in ceremony, yeah, I expected them to play, you know, the national anthem or you know something sure. like that. They played that goddamn piece of crap country song. What's it? Glad to say I'm American. Or at God least bless that USA? one. Uh, yeah, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's oh, what man. that's what they played as we took as we took our swearing in. It's like what the he- why am I listening to a bad country song? Yeah, what they the could have at least done like uh, James Brown living in America. <laughs> that would have done it. Yeah, yeah that would have be been fun. bopping about. Yeah, so that was that was pretty weird. But anyway, huh. I digress. Anyway, yes, Mother's Day episode. Thank you to all the mothers out there. Yes, especially our our mothers. Yes, we both have mothers. Yes. I mean, you might be surprised to learn that yes, Neil has a mother. 
<laughs> now I talked to her in the week, man. She's 92 and she's still doing great. She's out in the garden doing stuff. And uh, I actually sent her, I actually sent her a new telephone for a bedroom because nice. her, her telephone, she said it wasn't working. But my brother said that it's because she gets the cell phone and the landline phone confused. <laughs> so I don't know if it is actually broken or Mom, whether you're she's talking into the remote control. <laughs> basically, dude. Basically, and the TV's always so loud I can hear it almost from here. I was know? gonna say, how do you, how do you, do you send her something? Do you send her flowers or something? Or do you do you have do you do something for Mother's Day? I did that. No, yeah, because Mother's Day is in a, Mother's Day is in March in England. Really? So yeah, so the so the, she has English Mother's such, Day such in March. Savages. <laughs> and then we have and then we have the American one in May. So yeah, I I sent her a phone and I sent her some flowers. But it's one of the beauties of Amazon, man. Um, go to Amazon.co.uk and everything's local. So I'm not paying like a shit ton of shipping and stuff. It's all local. So you know, unlike your records you order from England, right? Oh yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. So hey, so what? So what do you? Should I? We should we read that letter? Should we read our letter and then play our first song, or do you want to play one? Do we want to play our songs first? How do you want to do this? Um, because planning, planning, you know, planning is overrated. Introduce us to the concept. So yeah, play you play a song first, and then we'll get to the letter later. Oh okay. So what songs am I going to play? I sent you the list. So you want L seven, or do you want Bikini Kill, or yeah, do you want Betty Blowtorch? Let's do L7. So I kind of picked, uh, I actually was kind of going with a female friend thing, and I'm like, oh, there's several bands I like that are actually all female. And so the first one, and this song was actually a hit on the radio in the 90s, uh, but such a great song, such a great band. So it was L7. They're from Los Angeles. I have never seen women play as ferociously as these women play. Hmm. I mean, they throw themselves around and just thrash, and they were, man, they were so good, Neil, so good. Um, I didn't get to see them until later in their later in their career when they re- reunited relatively recently. But man, they're still so good. So let's play. Uh, I think this is from their "Bricks Are Heavy" album, which I don't know came out sometime in the '90s. And this, uh, and oh, it's also the name of their documentary, which is definitely worth checking out if you get a chance. Oh, interesting. L seven <laughs> documentary. So this is "Pretend We're Dead." L seven.
All right. Pretend we're dead by. Are you familiar? L7. Are you familiar with them or, or not? not um, a little bit. Uh, not not a ton. I must admit. I think I started watching the documentary and turned it off. Um, now they're they're more associated with grunge than punk. Yeah, but man, and they're, they're what... punkers at heart. No question about it. Okay, watching them play live. Yeah, it's not the slow, doomy kind of grungy thing. They just thrash around. Now, who was in L Seven? Did they have any famous any famous? Members? Oh, Susie Gardner. Oh, I can't can't remember all their names right off the top of my head. Who am I thinking of? Who was the Who was the uh, the very tall lady who played bass? Who played with Dwayne Peters? Who was married to Dwayne Peters for a while? I don't know. Casey somebody? No, not... Uh, it'll come to me. Anyway, I thought she was in L7, but... She, yeah, uh, maybe two, hours she was... after, two hours after we're done recording. Hey, yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah. So it's Susie Gardner, Danita Sparks, Dee Placas, and Jennifer Finch. Okay, no. Well, it's, not, it's none of those people, so disregard whatever I said. <laughs> Thank you, Google. And how do people do anything before Google? Right? That's the, But the real question is, you know... I used to love like watching Jeopardy, right? I'm pretty good at that kind of thing, like the trivia kind of thing. I had a good, strong memory. Okay. But now I my recall slowed down as I've gotten older, and I, I don't think I'm nearly as good at it. And I wonder if it's because Google's making me a head soft, because every time I have a question, I don't have to like think about it. I just go to Google and look stuff up. Is it dumbening us? Um, Definitely. I mean, definitely, right? Everything is at our fingertips. We don't have to work for anything. Remember, you have to go to the li- Remember back in the day, you go to the library and get an encyclopedia and shit. Remember? Yeah. That? yeah. Well, and like writing reviews, you know, it's so easy for me to look at the history of the band and everything yeah. they've ever done and blah, blah, blah. Like writing reviews back in the old days, somebody would just send you a record. You just have to do it kind of blind, you know? That's who I'm thinking of. Cor- Corey Parks. She was in um, Nashville Pussy. Or is in Nashville, pussy. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, the tall brunette. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's six yeah. three. Well, she's you know she was blonde when she was married I, to I Dwayne. Like, I'm I'm a pretty big Nashville pussy fan. I've seen him several times. Yeah, so they're that's, a great that's they're a great live band too, man. They blow it out. Yeah, so she's she's six three. Holy crap, she's a she's a big one. Yeah, I think that's the original that's the original bass player. Okay, that's the original blonde bass player. Yeah, and yeah. then the the there, she left uh, quite a few years ago now. Yeah, she was married to Dwayne for like five years, and I remember seeing a Dwayne Peters documentary. Um, we're gnarly as hell, master of disaster. He's crazy guy. Um, but man, she's so much taller than him. Cause he's, he's yeah, I was going to say he's not big, right? No, yeah. he's, he's probably like, I don't know, five, he's... six, five, seven, something like that. I don't know. She was just wow. towering over him. It was crazy. Like climbing the mountain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> Thank you so, to all uh, the mothers out there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Shout out to the mothers. Well, um, and yeah, I, I have to, uh. I have yet to get my mother anything. I'm I'm probably going to roll out this afternoon because even though we're supposed to be on this at home lockdown thing, a lot of things are starting to open back up. It's sort of a weird like mishmash of what you can do or what you can't do. Mm-hmm. It's like the big box stores are all open again. So I don't know. I'm probably going to go get her some the flowers big, or something. I don't know something. The big box stores are open, really, like yeah. Best Buy and shit. Uh, oh no no I don't know about that but I, okay maybe that's a bad example I mean more like the Meyer Walmart that kind of oh thing. you mean okay those yes oh because for a while well, they, they, had closed it, they had it blocked off where you could only go to like the grocery section but now everything's open so it's like oh that's mental other than the fact that it's like zombie land out there and everybody's wearing masks it's really not you know I can't go to the record store and I don't think like a Best Buy is open but I think they're even doing like a curbside pickup like mm-hmm. the sporting goods stores are doing curbside pickup. Yeah, do you, what, you do you have do you have dicks up there? But if you don't know exactly there? what you want, what's that? Do you have Dick's Sporting Goods? Yes. By you? Yeah, yeah, they do curbside pickup and stuff. But if so you, you don't know what you stuff. want, wait, so okay, so if I wanted a case of tennis balls, cool. <laughs> which I just I just bought a case of tennis balls recently, but like you know, we were discussing before, my son needs a new tennis racket. You can't just order a tennis racket online if you get to a certain level. 
Now, I could because I'm not that good, but he's getting to the point where he needs, you know, it's more technically. Well, unless unless you always get the same same brand yeah. and same model or whatever. By the way, and we never did talk about, did we? Uh, talk about that. With that Wilson had that, uh, Wilson came out with a Clash tennis racket and the Clash or the ex-members of the Clash or whatever actually sued them for the name. I and remember I don't, that. I don't know whatever happened with that, with that lawsuit. I mean, how, yeah, long was, are we, how long are we talking about? It was about six months ago. Really? Yeah, so Wilson had a, a tennis racket they branded Clash. And, uh, yeah, the band, The Clash, actually sued them to make them stop doing it or whatever. Oh. Uh, like, like there'd be any kind of confusion. Like, you would think it was a Clash-branded tennis racket, right? I should, I should have <laughs> bought one of those for my son. He, but it's probably, like, a $20 racket that just has, like, a graphic on it and to make it a $50 racket, right? Yeah, yeah, probably right, yeah. And he'd be like, The Clash? Who are The Clash? And I'd be like, oh, I failed at so many levels. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, he, hopefully he knows who The Clash are. Maybe. We're more of a Ramones family, but yeah. Oh, that's fine. I mean, that's cool too. But no, I'm, I know he knows. Like, should I stay or should I go? Or some of the big. I mean, I don't think he's going to get in the deep cuts, but <laughs> he's not going to be. He's not going to be listening to Santanista. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, that makes two of us <laughs> Jam, jamming around to some of the yeah. uh, the weird jazz stuff on like side like, yeah, five. First, you know the. the... White Riot is so good. What's wrong with this record? It's broken. <laughs> well, no, I had a friend of mine who, um, just as he was getting into punk, you know, obviously much younger than me, as he was getting into punk, he decided, oh, The Clash, I've heard of them. So he bought the, he bought the Cut the Crap album. Oh, <laughs> That's boy. his first introduction. He's like, The Clash is shit. What is this crap? They're overrated. Why and is everybody saying it's yeah, so good? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got all kinds of electronic noises. Well, well like, can you yeah. imagine if your first Ramones album was like Acid Eaters, that album of like all 60s covers? That like, is, what is well, yeah. Why would anybody listen to this? That's the only Ramones album that I don't like. I mean, I have every Ramones album, and I have that yeah. one too, but it's the only yeah, one I don't think I've played more than once. You know, I wonder if I should go back to it, um, because everything else has gotten so much worse since then that maybe, you know how it is? Yeah, like compared records, to the music today. Records yeah. in the 90s are like, oh, this really isn't very good, and now you go back and go, oh, man, this is pretty good, but is it really, or is it just because stuff now is worse, or just because we're... A different context because we're older. Well, I, I don't know. Well, it's funny. You know what? I think I, I think I jabbed you about that in the week. I was listening to um, what was that last Social Distortion album? The one from 2010. Oh yeah. Um, oh God, worst name ever. Hard times and nursery. Rhymes. Hard times and nursery rhymes. Yeah. Um, I hard to say without a slight cough. I thought it. I thought it sucked at the time, but I have well, to admit, I listened to it like in the week, and I thought it was really damn good. I have, actually, I haven't listened to it for a long time. I must say, the the problem I had with it. Is it was just it was too slow mm-hmm. and too mellow. I don't think it was a bad album, but it might have been better served as like a Mike Ness solo album. Well, he was going through his uh, kind of Rolling Stones kind of thing yeah. at the time, right? Because so we had a lot you know, of because okay, is that the one? Because that's the one with like Machine Gun Blues on it, right? Yeah, which is which great is song. a rock and song, great song. But that was like the only like punk song on the record, really. Um, on the like extended release on the CD or whatever the hell it is, I don't know. There was yeah. a, there was an extended release with like four extra tracks, and mm-hmm. uh, actually the extra tracks were probably the best shit on the album. <laughs> so when I saw them live a few years ago now, um, I don't know three four years ago whenever they were actually really good, and I've seen them a bunch of times. Like I'm sure you have. Yeah. So some of the shows have been up and down over the years. Some have been, eh. but mostly they've always been good. But the last time was really good again, and they played two new songs that hadn't been recorded, and they were really good. Huh. Well, that's interesting. So, well, yeah. hopefully they'll be on this. You know, they're, they're, on, they're on their every 10-year album cycle. So. Yeah, and the 2025 album. Yeah, that will be great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what are you What are you going to play, Neil? What's I am going to start. What's your first selection to honor our mothers? Um, I am going to start with, I'm going to do another American band. I'm going to do a track by the classic uh, San Francisco punk band, The Avengers. 
uh, with the lovely Penelope singing. And uh, this song is called The American in Me. Classic, classic. Um, the, event, the Avengers with uh, the American in me there. And um, yeah, that is such a, that pink album is just so good start to finish. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and uh, when things get back to normal again, maybe they'll tour again. Cause maybe. I did, yeah. Yeah, I saw them last summer and they were fantastic. Now, it's, it is funny when a band that's, uh, you know, been in the, in the business for 40 something years and all they did is play that that album they recorded in 77 or whatever but uh yeah. you know hey it had all well, but the thing old is, classics it, it, on it i think we've already mentioned this but that actually wasn't an album it's actually just a bunch of singles jammed together yeah that's right it yeah. was not recorded as an lp as an album right per se and i think a lot of the individual singles are still available again their stuff is all on a, a label called superior viaduct which mm-hmm. i think is out of san francisco i think it's penelope's husband that runs it but i'm if i'm wrong about this i don't you know you're screaming at me through your car radio or whatever i might be wrong about that but i know it's actually a cool little label they put out like the early mecon singles reissued like some stuff by crime and some cool uh it's a cool like old punk label you mm-hmm. know like they're, they're specializing in like the first wave stuff you know because san francisco had some cool bands and i think a lot of those you know so many of those early bands when you read these books and stuff never did a proper full length or some of them never recorded anything Right, yeah, like the. I'm trying um, to remember what that band that John Doe the, in the John Doe book that they were talking about that was the supposed Screamers. to be like the Screamers, the Screamers. Yeah, they yeah. were like the most popular slash influential band, and they never got anything recorded in the studio. Right. Well, they never so, released anything anyway. Yeah. I think yeah, they might have so, had some demos or something, but that's about okay. it. Yeah. So you you'd think those would have surfaced though at some point because, but I don't know, maybe they weren't very good. I I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, there's been some, <clears throat> there's been some screamers releases of just like live shows and shit like that. But yeah, that, there's been nothing definitive by any means. But yeah, everyone raves about them. It is, it is crazy, right? They're yep. one of those, one of those bands that everyone, everyone claims were the best band on the in the scene back then. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, the Avengers were. Um, they actually played with the Pistols when the Pistols played their last show in San Francisco at the Winterland. Um, mm. they, they were one of the opening bands. So, yeah. And unlike the Pistols, they didn't leave people cheated, right? Right, <laughs> right, right. Well, Maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's, I guess I still would have liked to have seen that Pistols show, right? I mean, they still played all the songs. So, the, you know, there's the yeah. 15 songs that they had or whatever. I uh, <clears throat> I even regret. and I, So you never saw the Pistols, right? No, never did. I was never I interested actually, in any of the reunions. Did not interest see, me at I all. Was, I, I was, and I, I actually really regret not going to, I think it was 96 they played Detroit. But I was sort of at that age where I was, so 96, I would have been 23-ish. Um, and I was sort of had that attitude like, uh, kill all the old, bring in all the new. Which is not to say I didn't like the band still, but mm-hmm. I had sort of an attitude about it. But looking back, I wish I would have gone. And I know it's not exactly, it wouldn't have been the same or anything, but I still wish I would have done it. But I didn't. So, so. just just looking at the first press of the first um, <clears throat> Avengers single, $500 on the, on Discogs. What was the first single? We Are The One. Okay. Which is obviously a fantastic song. I was I was torn between playing, every, every playing song that. On that. Every song on that record is great. Yeah. The Pink Album. Uh, there's a live track at the very end that's a little dodgy sounding, but the rest of it is just every song is great. The paint, their cover, painted black, Rolling Stones, painted black, mm-hmm. is great. Yeah, really good cover. Yeah, yeah, so, they're a great band. So speaking speaking of great bands, I'm actually going to transition to my next towards my next song here. That was nicely done. You always sound um, professional there. Talking well, it's, of it's good funny. Bands. Well, it's funny <laughs> because. Our friend Jake, who we talk to sometimes, uh, who's a who's a listener, who we have a you know talk to sometimes outside of the context of the show, knew these girls pretty well, and and we were having a little conversation about it because they're they're a band that never really made it, but they were a great great band. They were called Betty Blowtorch, and you said you'd never heard of them, right? No, I'd never heard of them until you sent me this uh, so this track today. Yeah, they were an LA band, and they they definitely had kind of a certain amount of LA sheen to them, but they played like a raunchy punk rock and some of their songs were so filthy that seriously they could make a sailor blush but they were so good and and uh i don't i don't i don't think they could ever made it too commercial and matter of fact they even sort of mocked the concept and the song i'm gonna play was sort of a making fun of selling out song and so it's uh i know they've been doing some i don't know if they're doing some reunion stuff or what they're doing because the main singer died in a car accident in 2001 oh dear her name was Bianca Butthole. Um, <laughs> she had previously she had previously played in the band the uh, Butthole Trumpet. You remember those? No. Or butt trumpet. Butt trumpet. <laughs> this is, a, this is amazing. No. You never heard of Butt Trumpet either, probably. Huh? Never heard of Butt thing. Trumpet. No. I think the guy from Butt Trumpet. <laughs> I can't which believe is, we're saying this was, seriously. I, his name was Tom Bone, I think, or something like that. And I think he like is sort of a real producer or something at this point. But Tom was it, was that was that you? Were you in that band? No. Are you Tom Bone? <laughs> I mean, yes, that is my my other alias. I have many aliases. <laughs> Hold on Tom a second. Drama, Hold on a second. I'm, I'm looking at this on Discogs right now. So we got we got the members. We got Bianca Butthole. Yep. Uh, Casey Anus. <laughs> Christian. Was she one of the ones in the band? See, I don't remember that one. Christian Satan. 
Yes. Dandruff. Fortune Nookie. Johnny Hoster. Dude, this is amazing. Now, are, the, are the band as good, as, as, good as these names? The, Sharon Needles was one of them. Yeah, Tom Bone. Uh, Black Ker- Sad Bitch. Kerry Diseases. Marcus Erectus. <laughs> God. Are the band any good, or is it? do they just have funny names? Uh, Butt Trumpet? I, I yeah. never got into them a ton, but... Um, I don't know. I guess I'd have to go back and look, listen. It looks like that. It looks like they might be that kind of like early nineties, where they they got like white boy dreads and so kind of a, wacky so colors. There was and a, so I know you at least are familiar with the Meat Men and listen to them a little bit, but yeah. they did a they did an album called War of the Superbikes Two. Yeah, yeah. And and one of the songs on that was this really weird drum and sort of just drum and yelling track, and it was called uh, Caucasian Guilt. I don't need no Caucasian guilt. And it's just like a woman screaming. That's actually Bianca Butthole. Okay. Me. It's a cool song. It's 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 a, sort of a deconstructed song. It's not a typical punk rock song, but it's actually a cool song. Okay. So we, so, so, so the, the theme, is, I mean, the uh, the link here is Bianca Butthole was in this band, Buddy Blowtorch as well. Yes. Okay. But they, anyway, they were a great all-female band. Definitely like a real super revved up rock and roll band. You know, punk, maybe a little bit of like glam metal. Um, but yeah, they, they never made it and I don't know that they could have because they were too dirty. And, uh, this is one of my favorite songs by them. And it's definitely ironically one of the more polished tunes, but it's, it was making fun of all the band, like making fun of Epitaph records, Hmm. but, about how basically being on Epitaph was selling out, which is kind of a fun concept at that era when Epitaph was still like the 500 pound punk gorilla in the room. So this song is called, I want to be an Epitaph by Betty Blowtorch.
Okay. Betty Blowtorch with Wanna Be on Epitaph. I want to be an epitaph. So so it's funny because they they only did one proper album and then they have like a second album that that was called, oh, I can't remember, but it compiled all their like singles singles and stuff. Are You Man Enough? Is that the one? Are You Man Enough? I think was a real album. Okay, because they have one called Get Off. Oh, it says mini album, whatever that means. Oh, yeah, that's almost, another, that almost looks like an EP, actually. It, has like it was six like a songs compilation album that they did that had, has a ton of songs on it. Last, Last Call, that one is Last called. Call, yep. yeah. And they were definitely a, a CD-era band. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know. I don't know if any of their stuff's on vinyl or not. Oh, but... that's interesting. Actually, this Last Call album is has got Betty Blowtorch and Butt Trumpet songs on it. Okay. In fact, it is. Yeah, she, but... she sang sometimes for Butt Trumpet, too. It has Butt Trumpet doing a version of I Want to Be on Epitaph. Hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, they're they're a fun they're a fun band. I always I always enjoyed them. I kind of regret that I never saw them. I don't remember them ever coming around, but it doesn't mean they didn't. It says they toured with Nashville Pussy. Mm, it says here. see, yeah, and uh, two members of the band left, and they were replaced by someone from L Seven. So this all comes around for full circle. There we go. Yeah. Well, and I know towards the end the band was yeah I think kind of falling apart. I think I think uh, Bianca Butthole is kind of the only one keeping it together. But I know there's some kind of stuff going on, and they also have a documentary. Which I haven't actually been able to watch yet. I think it's called uh, "Who Killed Betty Blowtorch" or something. Or no, "The Amazing Adventures of Betty Blow." I don't know. I better Google it. I'm gonna screw it up. But anyway, yeah, check it out. It's cool. It's fun. I don't know if any. I don't know if any of them are mothers. (laughs) They seem like they'd be fun mothers if if they were. Yep. We'll see. I just discovered a band I'd never heard of before, so that's good. Yes. That's good stuff. They're cheeky. You'll like them. Cheeky. Okay. Is that is that me? Is that my kind of thing? I don't cheeky. know. I think you're kind of cheeky. <laughs> okay. Betty Blowtorch and her amazing true life adventures, 2003 documentary. Okay. One hour forty eight minutes. Seven point four out of ten on IMDb. How many? Seven point four out of oh, ten. Oh, wow. not bad. Okay. Well, so what not did bad. Betty? What did Betty Blowtorch do? And what? And so Bianca was the singer. Yep. Bianca oh, well, Butthole. I think I think she most of the, did most of the singing. Okay. And Betty Blowtorch was what the main songwriter or something? No, Betty Blowtorch was like it's like Leonard Skinner or something. What? It's like Leonard. Oh Skinner. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Betty Blowtorch was yeah. not a person. It was just right. the name of their. Right. Sorry, I got confused. I remember at one point when I was trying to put a band name together, I'm like, oh, I want to do something like that. I want like we're going to be called Johnny Jackhammer or something. <laughs> Bet you did. That <laughs> <laughs> was your pawn name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Tom Bone. You did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did say that, didn't we? <laughs> wow. Hell comes back to pawn, doesn't it? I guess, dude. I can remember when after after earlier, I admitted that I'm not a, a connoisseur. Well, I, actually, that's funny though. So sidetracking a little bit, and I know oh, it's boy. a Mother's Day episode. And I don't know where we're going <laughs> with this, but no. I'm already I'm already uncomfortable. No, remember when we were to, just very first talking about this, and we did like a dry run through of like oh, a, of like yes. a preview show, and yeah. we started talking about that, and it was interesting. That it whole was thing funny. was interesting because we started talking I don't even about remember what what were we talking? I don't even remember what angle we were taking on it, but it was I don't remember. But we were talking about the remote and then somehow we got to 70s porn and and i was saying because i was in england in the 70s and i was saying that for some reason we always used to find porno magics shoved in uh, porno mags oh, shoved yeah, into yeah, hedges yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then you were saying basically the same thing and it's like yeah, how the hell walk, i used to have to walk back and forth home from high school past a golf course and i would find porno mags all the time yeah, it's so weird. I just find them shoved in random hedges. These old, like, you know, like Wii and some of those, like, I mean, by today's standards, they'd be softcore, right? There was no 
there was no dudes and it was just like all like with a misty lens and shit you know yeah. some like hippie looking chick all <laughs> like all hair never mind <laughs> could use a trim yeah yes. could use a trim with a huge ass bush or whatever <laughs> and, uh... well yeah no it's it's funny because we i remember we were talking about that we were talking about how you know when you're young because like i remember finding one and i just i guarded this thing like it was my most priced, <laughs> yes. prized possession you know yep it was like uh you know the way a young a young jewish boy hides his copy of the torah and, 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 and just and guards it i just i had this thing it was anyway yeah yeah good times who knew that technology would you know make all that stuff obsolete our, our kids will never know the struggle you know the struggle of you know going through the sears catalog bra ads or, or whatever <laughs> yep yep they have yep. access to they have access to stuff that makes me blush still well there's there's still like i guess porno stores with porno mags and stuff which is like i was Did why you imagine the level like, of creeper that hangs out at that place though <laughs> i mean even back in the day to go to the video store and go behind the beaded curtain yeah it was a pretty low level of clientele, probably myself included. But <laughs> imagine now, holy cow! I mean, there's nobody back there that doesn't have a mustache and a van, right? But it's funny in in uh, in movies and stuff. It, there's al- there's always like a punk rocker behind the counter, right? It's there's always like some guy with like tattoos and shit like that, yeah. or someone with blue hair or something like behind the counter oh. at the porno store. Yeah, it's funny. You remember like Penthouse Forum when you were. That's, this never happens to me, but it was like the one where it didn't have pictures. It was just like stories. Just stories. Yep, I do. It was like I do the size remember of that. Reader's Digest. Yep, <laughs> like and, it and, and it would be and it would be at the it would be at the barbershop. for some reason. They'd have shit like that at the barbershop. At least they did so, in England. Did, so I thought, yeah, just would you want to sit there reading a freaking dirty <laughs> book while you're getting your get a boner while you're getting your hair cut? So I was uh, uh, happy I bro- was, happy Mother's Day, mothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone off the rails. Well, it's fu- it's it, it's funny because did I hear that like Playboy, which has been around since I think the late fifties, hmm. and like Marilyn Monroe is like the first centerfold, right? Yeah, that they're ceasing print publication. Is that right? In the time of this coronavirus, I swear I heard that. Now I'm now once again I'm paranoid. Wow, that I'm, that I'm getting something wrong. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. That would be crazy. Right. So, I mean, American. Why don't, play, why don't you play another song? Get us out of the gutter here. American Institution. Um, okay. I am going to play. Um, keeping on the porno theme, I'm going to play oh, a song great. by a band called Penetration. Love you, Mom. I'm not going to ever <laughs> listen to this. No, this is the band Penetration, who I think we all know from '77. Yes. Uh, from uh, Newcastle. Oh, great band. What yep. are you going to play? I'm going to play the obvious one. I'm going to play Don't Dictate. Don't I thought dictate. about it, and it was like I could play one of the deeper cuts, one of the other singles and nah, stuff. but Because it might be some people's first introduction Probably to Penetration. Yes. Yeah. So I don't want to go too deep with your penetration, eh, buddy? <laughs> oh boy! So many <laughs> jokes there, Tom Bone. That was bad. Yeah. I I apologize. I am sincerely sorry yeah. for that bad joke I just made. You can write that five hundred times. Okay. So this is yes. uh, penetration with the lovely Pauline singing. Uh, don't dictate.
There you go. Penetration. Don't dictate. Um, if you look that up on YouTube, you will see, and this always tickles me, you will see a clip of them doing that song live in 77. Um, like Top in, of the Pops or something? In, no, in Man- no, in Man- at a club in Manchester. Mm-hmm. I think it was either the Electric Circus or one, one of those clubs in Manchester at the time. And yeah. it is so funny because she's singing and the band isn't great behind her. You know, it's a, it was early punk rock stuff, right? Yeah. And uh, there's some dickhead with long hair in the front. And at first I thought she, he was spitting at her, you know, which was the thing that people did back then. But he wasn't. He either had a bottle of beer or something like that. And he's fizzing it. He's shaking it up and fizzing it up and then like spraying it on her. And she's wow. getting an, and she's getting annoyed as she's singing "Don't Dictate," and she's kind of, but she can't get too close to him because he keeps spraying her. But, oh, her in the face. but hold on a second. The, the camera pans away, and then the camera pans back, and there's like six guys beating the shit out of this guy. <laughs> it's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. I fucking love that. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. That's a. Uh, it's worth looking yeah. up on YouTube. Look, look, look that up, and then and watch, and then watch guy, for the guy. Neil's older brother. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know what? We should actually say, because talking mm-hmm. to my my older brother, um, he did go to a punk show before me because he was six years older. Um, he only went to one, I think. He saw The Stranglers in 77, mm-hmm. summer of 77. Ah, and, of course, we have to say... keyboard player died. Yeah, Dave Greenfield. Um, very sad. Died in the week. And we also had another keyboard player, right? One of Kraftwerk died. One of the main yeah. guys from Kraftwerk died. I got to say, I'm, I'm having a really hard time getting super upset about either of these people because I was never into the bands. I mean, I don't wish anyone death, obviously. The guy from Stranglers was 73 or something? Something like that, yeah. I, I mean, think... old, but not not like crazy old. Right. Um, and I think they were both around that age, actually. Yeah, that would make sense. So, yeah. Are you a Kraftwerk fan or no? Um, I am, and I really appreciate what they did for um for for music. I mean, they basically changed modern sure. music in like seventy three, seventy four. Um, well, it certainly had its own niche, right? I mean, compared to a lot of the other shit that was out in seventy three. Nice. <laughs> at least they had some. Mer- at least had a little bit of artistic merit, I guess. Yeah. Well, it was just very. I mean, it was very German, right? It was just very stark and cold and yeah. German and mechanical and that kind of thing. And it, 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 but it opened the whole way for the whole electronic thing, right? So sure. Kraftwerk were true innovators of that, and like, it's 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 ridiculous they're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It is absolutely, oh, absolutely a crime, you know. Well, and I think like I mean, Suicide's kind of the same thing, right? I mean, they they were doing that thing in the early seventies. Yeah. Yes, um, they've been around a long time. Yeah, because their first album, like the Suicide album, came out in '77, but they had been putzing around for quite a while before that, and they had introduced some elements of that kind of thing. But it was definitely not the same, like weird glitchiness as Kraftwerk. Dude, do you have that first Suicide album? I don't. I need to get that. It's it's only it's like seven songs, forty minutes, virtually unlistenable. It, one one of the songs is one of the songs is completely unlistenable. Um, <laughs> and I can't remember what's it. I mean, they got that one classic song right that everybody knows. Um, when you talk about suicide, uh, do 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 Ghost Rider or Rocket USA, one of those two. Okay. Um, that's right. So there's a, there's a song towards the end that's like ten minutes long called Frankie Teardrop, and I swear it is. Almost unlistenable, and I swear, you know what? We I was talking about it last week doing the Touch Tunes jukebox. If there's ever the, anybody that pisses oh, me off at like a bar, seven times in a row, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put leave. Frankie Teardrop on. It's like <laughs> ten minutes, twenty five seconds of just complete noise and horrible lyrics. Yeah, it's uh, it's. But anyway, yeah, they were certainly unusual for the time, for sure. Right? Uh, yeah, and they started in the early seventies, like you said, in New York. And I know. Um... 
I know you're a big Stranglers fan. I am not a big Stranglers fan. I, as a matter of fact, I think the organ is part of what ruined it for me. It just... <laughs> okay. I just, you know, I listened to him a little. I, I went back. You and I had a conversation about him, I, I assume privately, but I can't remember. I can't remember our, I can't remember the difference anymore between our private conversations and what we talk about when we're recording this show. I'm just going to start recording everything. Was yeah, right. yeah, I guess. Just every conversation. Like hours and hours of bonus material. Um, but... Um, I went back and listened to him, and I did like a co- I did like it a little better, and it has a certain griminess to it, but it's still to me too like Doorsy or too I don't know. It seems like they could just as easily play with like Steppenwolf as the Clash, <laughs> you know? It's just, yeah, and and I, I don't know. It, it, it's okay. Well, it's an, it, I mean they're an interesting and, band. And I have one of the, I have one of their albums. It's like the one with. No heroes on it or something like that. Yeah, like, no, real, no more heroes. Or, yep, no more heroes. Yeah, I have that album, so maybe I should pull that out and let's do it again. That was I actually it because I read a book that had like I had this book and it was quite influential. I mean, I think it was kind of a crappily made book, honestly, but it was like the hundred greatest punk songs of all time, but it was really heavily British angled. So it had like that, had like no more heroes. It had like don't dictate. So I ended up trying to buy a lot of this stuff that I was reading about in the book. It had like uh, the members, sounds of the suburbs, sounds of the suburbs, great of, song. All yeah. these kind of one hit wonder British punk bands. So I ended up collecting a lot of that stuff over the years. You so just that... you've just upset the whole uh, all of our English listeners from uh, punk to light. Uh... <laughs> They're all fans. Punk's of that. not dead, but I'm not far off. Oh, oh yeah, if yeah. any were listening, calling the members a one one hit wonder. Oh, you're you're in trouble. Well, I, I I don't I didn't even know they had a hit until I was like thirty five. <laughs> so you know, but yeah, no, it, it's all cool. Now it, that's interesting. They were not they were not a super punk band. You know, they were they were. I seem like a bunch of nice British kids, and that's and that's what I remember reading that about Penetration too. And you watch some of these bands like the Adverts, and I know you're a huge Adverts fan, and they just sort of stood there and they looked like I mean they could have been like the Faces or something, you know? They were dressed sort of respectably and just sort of standing. You know, not everybody was like the Sex Pistols. You know, not everybody was wearing torn up clothes, and some of them were just sort of looked like suburban kids, you know, which they were. Yeah, well, that's that's what always that's. When they make a movie and they try and you know try and put it back in the late seventies or something, and they have every like, band looks like the exploited. Yeah, they've all gotten big, and more, it's like more it's, like the casualties. Yeah, it's com- <laughs> it's completely not accurate at all. You know, I mean, back then, shit, back then, if you just had short hair and straight leg pants, it would be enough to get you beat up. So, um, you know, it certainly wasn't like that. If you look at some early pictures of stiff little fingers, they just look like, you know, just regular dudes, but just in like school blazers with badges on or something like that. You know. But uh, that that Stranglers No More Heroes record, yep. No, that's the first punk rock record that I owned. My brother gave it to me for Christmas '77. Oh, I thought you said he bought it. You're like, man, this is trash. No, he bought this. he he had the first one. He bought the first uh the first album, which came out early '77, and then No More Heroes came out late '77, and he gave it to me for Christmas, and then I had that. And then I went and bought the Clash album on the last day of 1977. So those are my first two punk rock mm. albums. Yeah, mm. Stranglers, No oh. More Heroes. So yeah, um, interesting my... band. Mm. I, th- I think it was the lyrics that that really got them in with the punk crowd, though, right? Because yeah, musically, I mean, they were kind of aggressive and stuff. But with yeah, the organ certainly set them apart. But it's like X-ray specs had the saxophone, you know? Yeah. So I mean, that's one thing back then. It, it was cool that they were all slightly different. I can yeah. I can dig that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Hugh had some really aggressive and some pl- pretty unpleasant lyrics, actually. Yeah, he was a creeper. Yeah, 
And he's still around, but he doesn't. But the version of the Stranglers that plays occasionally, I don't think he's involved with. No, that. he hasn't been. He hasn't been involved in about fifteen years or twenty years even. And in fact, I saw him doing a solo thing. Um, so what is what does he do solo? He Read does, poetry. And no, it was interesting. He did a lot of Strangler songs, but it was just him and a and a lady playing the bass and the Strangler songs without the organ. So he organ. didn't play guitar. He played guitar or something. Or he yeah, he played guitar. Little... Yeah, he was okay. a, he was a guitar player back then. Um, okay. So he played guitar and he just had a bass player with him. So they didn't even have a drummer. And uh, but the the songs just sound so different without that organ because you're so yeah. used to hearing the, some of those songs with that organ in them. And the songs they were still good. They still held up, but it was just a very different experience. Mm. So uh, yeah, Stranglers. So I, I gotta tell you, no, I'm saying you. Sorry, I cut no. you off. No, that's no, you didn't. I'm, I was I'm trying to, I'm trying to seg here, make a very un, unpleasant seg because we're going from like fun, you know. I mean, we've we've totally soiled our alleged Mother's Day episode. <laughs> Have we? By talking about porno and uh, yes. <laughs> anyway, hey, uh, uh, shout out to Laura for the idea. Yep. She, yep. She's the one who suggested it, and yep. so you're also partially to blame for the <laughs> disaster that this thing, <laughs> this thing has become. For that horrific but actually, way this took I think up. we're having too much fun for the next band that I'm going to play. Oh, yeah. Because, well, they'll be because they are so serious. They, they would probably kick us in the testicles if they knew the joking around we were doing before we played their song. But I've always loved this song, mm-hmm. and I always appreciated this band, I think, more than I liked them. Because they do sort of have that uh, radical feminist element that is always sort of uh, that I've never completely embraced, although I embraced most of the tenets of the movement. Um, so we're gonna play a Bikini Kill song, and they're they're also reunited. L Seven is reunited recently. Betty Blowtorch, who I played earlier, they're not gonna reunite properly at least. But Bikini Kill reunited, and I think I bet you a bunch of their shows have been canceled too. They were supposed to be playing in like May, right? Uh, yeah, and in fact, I was thinking of going to, they they, they weren't going to play Chicago, but they were playing Milwaukee, and my daughter likes them a lot, so I was actually going to gonna take her, but mm. uh, yeah, I guess that's not happening. Now, they yet. played Riot Fest last year, I think. They did, they were the uh, the main the main headlining See, band, I, think, I believe, I on Riot Sunday. I think pays bands pretty good to do those reunion things, and I think they do a no-compete no thing or something, because mm. why else would they skip Chicago? But uh, maybe maybe I'm wrong, I, 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 I shouldn't say, I'm talking on my butt at this point. But no, I know that they're would, doing, that Milwaukee. They're that doing Milwaukee, me. which is what an hour and a half from Chicago. Right. Yeah, yeah, yep, exactly. So drivable. I mean, much closer than I am to Detroit or Chicago. And I've and, um, I've, and I've heard that the place they were playing in, in uh, Milwaukee is actually a really nice little theater. So actually, it sounded like it would have been Milwaukee's a, decent a fun show. place to go to a show, man. We'll go to a show up there if, when shows come back. Yep. Okay. Well, we made that. I, you know, I, I made that joke this week. I said, you know, I'm never going to skip another show once they come back. I I never knew how much I was. Missing you know, it. You, you never knew how much you, it was going to be. Yeah, yeah you're going to miss it. So anyway, we're, let's play there. We're going to play Bikini Kill's best known song, which is uh, Rebel Girl. Cool song.
you go. Rebel Girl, Bikini Kill. I'm sure you've all heard that song before. And if you haven't, then you should they listen are, to them. They are, they are an acquired taste. And, and I do I, I can enjoy them occasionally, like their singles. It's not something I've dived into too deeply. You're, you're a bit of a fan, right? Or, uh, or your daughter, at least. Or... Yeah, and the stuff I've heard her playing, because she'll play it like over and over and over again. Um, so mm. I've kind of gotten to know some of it. And I do appreciate in that in the video for Rebel Girl, she's actually wearing a jam t-shirt. So that always, mm. uh, that, I think that's cool. Wow. That's yeah. the that's your takeaway from that. that is, <laughs> well, you don't see that very often, especially on a, on a modern band, you know what I mean? And it's a, it's a jam t-shirt from the first, uh, from the jam first album. At, she probably bought it at Goodwill for $3. <laughs> Fred doesn't even know more than 18 or 20 jam songs. Listen, she's going to kick your ass. Probably. She's outside right now looking at I would go see them if I had the opportunity. They were going to play Detroit, but it wasn't, I don't know. Either either it was one of those situations where there was too many shows going on or it was a bad night or something. Yeah. Middle of the week or something. You know, and I I thought about taking Lydia to uh, Riot Riot Fest last year when they played, and I thought about it for about five seconds. And I was like, I don't want to go to that shit show ever again. So, too bad. I, 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 I... not a, I have no inside information, but I got to think that Riot Fest is going to be in real, real uh, jeopardy this year. Oh, I'd I know imagine that's many months away. Yeah, that's not till September. But for one thing, no foreign bands are going to be able to tour. You know, foreign yep. bands is going to be virtually impossible for them to tour the U.S. anytime soon. Well, I, I think um, which it, and not that they couldn't do Riot Fest without that. I mean, the big they've already announced the headliner, and that's the only band they've announced, My Chemical Romance. But I mean, those that that stadium, their whole tour is going to be canceled. I would assume. Yeah. Um... And I but once again, I don't, I don't know, I don't have any inside information on this. But even if, even if touring starts back up tomorrow, which it's not gonna, still some people are gonna be afraid to go. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I figure it's gonna be like a three tiered. There's gonna be people like me who just say screw it and we'll be back the next day, and there's gonna be people who will slowly flock back, and there'll probably be some people who never come back. Right. So I don't. Or, know. or there'll be people there in masks and goggles and shit. I mean, uh, who the fuck knows? Look like a freaking devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It will. Um, no, it's in, it's interesting. And I was reading this morning that uh, you know the UK might start letting, or for international flights, they might start putting people in quarantine for two weeks. So I mean, I've been talking about that here for a while. I don't think it ever happened, but maybe I mean, it did. I, I mean, I had I had planned to go. You know, later yeah. on this summer. I think I've talked about that before. Do you, but... so, do you have tickets right now or no? Oh no, no, I didn't buy I didn't buy tickets. Um, but you know that'll suck because we go for just a little over two weeks. So yep. we're, we're going to go for two weeks and be in quarantine and then come right back. <laughs> well, yeah. See my mom for also, one day. <laughs> well, yeah. And also, I mean, you know, you mentioned it earlier and I know our Mother's Day theme is very fast and loose here. But the fact of the matter is your mother is 92 years old. Right. And, you know, I mean, yeah. I hope she lives to be 120. But the fact of the matter is you'd hate to not be able to go visit her one year. Right. Yeah, for sure. Just because of her age. So and, you know, your your daughter, you know, she only gets so much time with grandma. And, yeah. So, yeah, that that's that sucks, man. Yeah, my, the whole, grandparents, the whole my is... grandparents are 10 miles away and I've seen them once since they got back from the winter. They are they're in their mid 80s and they're uh, you know, I, I don't want to give them anything. You know, I don't want to carry it over there. Sure. So now, I, I have to I have talked to them outside, but now it's too cold to even do that. Now, do they have a holiday home down in Florida that they go to or something? Uh, Texas. Oh, Texas. Interesting. OK. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. So they. uh like I said, we we had a couple of quick generations there. My grandfather and I are only like thirty eight years apart. Mm, wow. So so yeah, when we're when we're, if grandpa and I are out, out and about, people assume we're father and son. Huh. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. My parent my parents are in their late sixties. So 
Anyway, anyway, anywho, back to you, back to your turn or what? Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna wait a second. Um, okay, you got a thought? Yeah, I was just gonna say, talk, talking about uh, female fronted bands. Uh, what did you think of the new X album? Came it was their first album in what thirty five uh, years had much or something. To listen to it, but what, the little bit I heard, I thought was great. Yeah, it's uh, it's called Alpha, but, but like Alphabet said, Land. Yeah. Uh, the first album with the original uh, all the original members in like thirty five years or something. And I tell you what, it is fantastic. Is it, it? okay? It, cool. it grabbed me from the first. You know, sometimes some of the X albums. Uh, it would take a few listens to get into some of the songs, but this yeah. one is driving right from the first song. It's, I think uh, they definitely are really. shooting. It seemed like they were shooting for the like kind of Los Angeles sound. Yeah, and uh, Which, you know, I mean, the first three records are all great. After that, yep. I kind of, I kind of, I mean, I I can't say I quit paying attention because I was too young to pay attention the first time. So I was, you know, listening to them when they were already ten years old or whatever. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited to listen to it, but I haven't yet. I got to dive into that. Yeah, it's. Re- I mean, even from the first, the first song is one of the best ones on the album. I could find it on Spotify. That's and, my what I've been listening to at work. The funny thing is, it's not actually going to be released physically for like another three months, which kind yeah, of that's, sucks. that's kind of, you know, that Screeching Weasel album that I've been listening to quite a bit, which he just sort of unceremoniously dropped on streaming services. Same, you know, they, I don't know if there's any plans yet for physical release, but they got, I mean, there has to be, it has to be worth doing. Yeah, if it's just yeah. a couple thousand copies on vinyl or whatever. It has to be worth doing. Of course, yeah. Somebody will do it. And I'm sure he's just negotiating, but it's, it's a great record. It needs to be on vinyl. And, um, and CDs cost nothing to make. I know that's not not a highly collectible form, but I would if that was the only thing that was available, I'd buy that too. Make you know five times your money on those things. Going back to a, a episode a episode with uh, Skipper from Pirates Press. Maybe everybody should be using Pirates Press because they're still yeah, pressing albums and uh, shipping them out and all that kind of stuff. So uh, you know. Yeah, because I think all the American plants are down at the moment. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm assuming that's why some of these albums are delayed like this, because, and it really does kill the momentum, because, yeah, I, I like this X album so much, listened to it a bunch of times already, and there was, I went online, forget about it. I went online to try and buy it, and <laughs> ships August 15th or something, I'm like, August? Good God. Well, buy it now before the, before you cool off on it. Who's putting it out? Is it like a real label, or they put um, it out themselves? Or? I don't remember. I don't, I, I, there was, there was some kind of pre-release from rough trade on a different colored vinyl or something like that but it didn't say it didn't say what label it was on so i have no mental, idea mental note i need to we, we will revisit this because I, I i got a i got a band from detroit that i really really like and we're gonna have one of the guys from the band on and they're releasing their newest thing at least to this point is only going to be digital but it's still through a label and i gotta i, I want to further pursue what the advantage of going through a label is if there's no I assume it's like a distribution thing or whatever, or just a profile thing. But anyway, mm-hmm. mark that, Neil. Write a note. Write a note somewhere. Mental note. Okay. Mental note that we will get back to this because it's it's such a strange new world, and we don't we don't really understand it either. I mean, we're you know, yeah. our, our punk till I die flyers. We're still like cutting letters out of magazines and <laughs> posting well, like like ransom notes. <laughs> well, talking about that, we actually do have a little bit not yes. mer- not merchandise, but we do have some something, right? Do you want to do you want to yes, talk about we do. that? Sure, we do, and I, I just received some from from Neil in the mail. We have pretty darn cool Punk Till I Die stickers. Yep. So, and and they, um, if if you are on our Facebook page, which you should be, Punk Till I Die podcast on Facebook, um, it's kind of the that round logo, and it says Punk Till I Die established two thousand nineteen. It's got a great our great friend Stiv, 
yep. Neil's person close enough for friend Stiv in, in black and white, and the stickers look like that, and they turned out really cool. So what? So we want to get some of these in your hands. So what? What you should do is, and you don't have to do anything elaborate. Just say hello, and and this will be cool too because we'll find out where everybody, where people are from. Yep. Well, yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. So email us at punk till I die, p u n k t i l l i d i e seventy seven at gmail. Uh, email us your address, and we'll uh, send you a sticker. And uh, you can, I don't know, stick it on the venue wall, or stick it on your lunchbox, or stick it in your guitar case, or hopefully stick we'll it be where the stick it where the sun, sun don't, don't shine. shine. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we'll so, be sticking it at a venue. Hopefully we'll be able to get into venues to put stickers yeah, yeah. on the walls, right? Well, at least we can we, we can stick them on the plywood doors that they're going to put over the doors of all the venues that they close. <laughs> yes, that's we'll, right. We'll that's plaster right. those with the Punk Till I Die stickers. It'll be our virtual uh, our virtual event. We'll put on a virtual music festival. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So yeah, send us your address and say hello, and we will uh, we'll send you a sticker. I don't know if we're gonna. I, I don't. I don't know if there's more to more to come or not. We'll we'll see. Yeah. Also, I'd like to hear. Um, you know, episode thirty-seven that went live a few days ago, where we had oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it was listeners' bands and stuff. So um, I'd like some feedback. You know, what did people yeah. think of some of those uh, of some of those listeners' bands? I thought they were all real good. I was real and, happy and with the quality. I think that's the kind of show we could do occasionally. You know, once we accumulate yeah. six or eight different bands of people sending us their stuff um yeah so if you and, send us your stuff as, we'll as play long it. as we don't as long as we don't get overwhelmed with it um so yeah yeah definitely and i, I mean listen if you're listening to the show and you have a band and you're a fan of the show definitely send it to us if you're just trying to use it as a promotional tool yeah you can send it to us too but we like to we like to support those who support us so yeah anyway it's For been sure. cool it's, it's been fun uh once again you know i think we planned on trying to do an episode or so a week and we started in oh i don't know what november of 2019 I yeah think. somewhere like november that. yeah october or something yeah. and yeah we're at 38 i mean so theoretically you know take a couple weeks vacation a year we were going to do 50 a year but i mean this first year man we might do twice that i don't know we and and we've been talking about how we have a seen a really amazing uh, amount of people that are willing to come on and talk to us. So, so this was kind of cool that just the two of us rap because it might be a while before we just do a show with the two of us again because yeah. we're gonna we we got a pretty guest heavy heavy lineup, which is cool because I think in a way we can just sort of do our normal rap when we have a guest on too. So, so yeah, it's all good. Yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna play a song. So yeah, send us send us your address. We'll send you a sticker at least until I run out of stamp money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I, man, how much does it cost to send a, like a letter to the UK? Because I know we have some people in the UK listening. I know, may just slap two stamps on it. Oh, like two American stamps? Yep. Oh, okay, it's so like a buck. That's, that's normally what I do, and they seem to <laughs> okay. get there just fine. As long as they're not too heavy or anything, it should be fine. Okay. Yeah, that should be fine. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah, send us your send us your address, and we'll uh, we'll do our best. Uh, the U.S. Post Office, as we will talk about at some later date, seems to be struggling. Yes, they really do. As, uh, as we wait, as Neil and I patiently. <laughs> I put that patiently. That patiently has a little star next to a little asterisk. As we patiently wait for our records that are... I have a batch that's supposed to show up today that will have pretty much taken a ride around the country in three weeks. Yeah, because it came from and Chicago, they started right? started out 160 miles away. And yeah, <laughs> 170 yeah. miles away. Yeah, it was in Chicago, and for some reason they sent it to Pittsburgh and then yep, on to yep, you, right? Yep, now back, yep. So, yeah. yeah, it's supposed to show up today. So, of course, it was supposed to show up like two Mondays ago, so we'll see what happens. So, actually, Mike the Mailman, tell us, what the hell, what's going on with the Postal Service? Like why? Why yeah, is stuff so re, screwed up revisit, right now? We're gonna revisit you, Mike, because we got your other letter, and we're gonna we're gonna yeah. go back to that eventually. But we're, we're but since we're 
since we're so you know dogmatic about our theme today, dude, this and it's pretty good. This all ties in. So the yeah, next yeah. song I'm gonna I'm gonna play is uh, an early Susie and the Banshees song, and this song is called Metal Postcard. So how about that? Here you go.
There you are. I don't, I don't know that song. The classic Susie and the Banshees. Um, actually, it has a German title originally, Metageisen. But uh, I guess that means metal postcard. So, uh, yeah, that was one of their very, very earliest songs that was in their set from when they first started in, like, 76. Huh. And it used to have very politically incorrect lyrics, but then she changed it. So. Oh, we hate that. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, she, that was probably a wise choice to change change, change the lyrics <laughs> of that one. But uh, People still a little touchy about the German stuff. And... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, yeah, that was when the yeah, punks were still walking around wearing swastikas and stuff just to upset their parents. It was, wasn't was a political statement at all. It was yeah, purely no, to no, no. upset their parents who were in the I, war I don't, or I don't whatever. Think Sid, I don't think Sid Vicious was particularly making a political statement ever. <laughs> Yes. By the way, have you ever seen that one, um, that, that TV call-in show he did um, somewhere in no. New, when, when he was living in New York? And it's him and Nancy and Stiv uh. and Stiv's girlfriend. And they're at some, like, local uh, TV station call-in show kind of thing for an hour. The whole It's fascinating, wow. dude. It is fascinating. People are just calling in, insulting him, and he can't, he can't understand what they're saying, and he's just, like, <laughs> abusing people, and, and, like, everybody wants to talk to Sid. Like, Stiv is just sitting there, like, not answering anything, basically, and it, it's hysterical. You, you should look that up. To, again, that's huh. on, again, it's on YouTube, and Nancy is just unbearable. Oh, my God. Sydney! Uh. <laughs> uh. Yep, that voice make you want to kill yourself. You want to stab her yourself and you already been dead for 40 she already been dead for 40 years and you still want to stab her <laughs> dig her up and stab her again uh, oh i can't believe you said that on mother's day episode what's the matter with you nancy wasn't a mother no but she has a mother god damn it she had a mother i watched that one documentary where they yeah she was a nice jewish girl from new york or something you're from yeah somewhere in new england or so i can't remember yeah and poor old and poor old said his, his mother gave him the overdose that killed him uh, so there you dude, go thanks mom i actually I, you know i I, I'm I'm slightly prone to conspiracy theories. I will admit. I mean, I'm I'm not like the worst. I don't, you know, I'm not sharing every YouTube video about conspiracy theories like some people. But I have actually come around to the fact that I think Sid might not have killed Nancy. Oh, I, I agree, hundred percent. The the New York police did a complete shit shit no, show. Well, on they that. were junkies and they didn't care, right? I mean, that happens all the time. It's like in the hood. If some hood rats kill each other, like you think the cops really put an effort into trying to solve it? Right. They're just like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. And of course, and he, I, he, it's he, a shame. It's a shame. Um, and it's a shame when it happens, you know, in, in the cities too. I'm not, I'm not, but it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, of course he died before it went to trial. So yeah. we never really would have found out, but there was a lot of dubious shit went on that night. And then the Chelsea hotel, it was just like all well, kinds of with, nonsense. When you hang out with all these like awful characters, shady characters, you never know what's going to happen, right? I it's, mean, it was, it's, you know, being a heroin addict in the late seventies was not an attractive thing. There was a, I mean, there was a ton of cash cause he just played a gig, I guess that night. Um, yep. it's Max's or something. And all the cash was missing from the room. So someone was in the room. And, and yeah, it certainly seems like that dubious sort of drug dealer that was hanging around or that, that yep. shady drug dealer seems like he could have been the, been yep. the one. I don't know. But, I uh, don't know. Yeah. We digressed right I, there. I, I, you know, if it wasn't the Mother's Day episode, we could play the uh, classic exploited song, Sid Vicious Was Innocent. But we'll save that for another <laughs> save, We'll save that for another week. Save that for another day. Yes. Um. So do you want to read uh, Do you want to read some of the mail that we got? Yeah, yeah let's read that. I'm going to read that one letter. It's, it's funny because la- last week we were sort of cryptically, last week, I don't know. I don't know what our schedule is at this point. For, right. It was the last episode, right? Or was right. it two episodes ago? Uh, yeah, it was the last episode because we did the, the reader yes. thing. So yeah, the one before yeah. that was Skipper from uh, Pirates Press. Yep, exactly. Um, 
so we were kind of giving ribbing one of our readers who we thought was probably reaching out drunk because it was like a series of incoherent messages to us. Yeah, and they got worse as each one became less and less coherent. Yeah, so it, it's actually I love this because he he titles the email fake apologies, which I love. I always rant and rave about fake apologies. Everybody now they upset somebody and they just put out this fake generic apology. So I, I, he's playing with that concept. I love that fake apology. Hey guys, this is the moron from North Dakota. I want to apologize for <laughs> rambling with no cohesion and posting retarded shit. <laughs> I'm 43-year-old single dad raising four boys, 15, 13, and identical red-headed twins who share Tom's birthday. It will be 12. I will be – my birthday is, let's see, a week. Oh, my son, my oldest son, Gibson, will be 21. Hold on. Are you still reading the letter or are you talking no, for I'm yourself No, I'm rambling right now. now. My, okay. uh, my oldest son, Gibson, will be 21 on Mother's Day, which is Sunday, and I will be 47 on Monday, next Monday, the 18th, 18th of May. Send me your severed pinkies. Okay. Um, so anyway, I'm, send you the old anyway, porno I'm, mags I'm sorry, I found I'm in bushes. Sorry, I'm sorry you have redheaded twin sons, Derek. But anyway, <laughs> okay, back to the boy, email. I, I, Come on, again, man. I'm digressing. You know, we'll start, start it from scratch. We missed okay. it completely. <laughs> hey guys, this is the moron from North Dakota. Okay, I will, I will, I'm going to start from scratch and no more inter- interjecting. But yes. happy, happy birthday, happy birthday to your sons. I'm sorry that they have to have their birthday under. Of course, I don't think North Dakota's doing you much did it again. <laughs> Yeah, that's I'm true, actually. I haven't started yet, yeah. Neil. I haven't started yet. <laughs> but I think North Dakota's one of the states that's sort of just doing their doing their thing. But, yeah. I mean, they have such a spread out population. But anyway, okay. Everyone's social distancing just normally, right? So, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. When your neighbor's two miles away, you don't really yeah. need to worry about it, right? Hey, guys, this is the moron from North Dakota. I want to apologize for rambling with no cohesion and posting retarded shit. I'm a 43-year-old single dad raising four boys, 15, 13, and identical redheaded twins who share Tom's birthday and will be 12. I tend to get carried away when I have a few pints and act like a fool. I love the podcast and definitely have heard a lot of what you guys play. I loved every song in the new submission episode. I've got something to look up. When you've had three different collections, be it on CDs, tapes, or vinyl stolen from you, it's hard to start collecting again. That's why I have over 35,000 songs saved to iTunes. Wow, that's a lot of songs. Dude, you better be backing those those suckers up. Yeah, put those in the cloud. I do have a few stories, but the one I like the most is meeting Bad Cop, Bad Cop. They were sitting behind an unopened bar just before they played, and I went asking for drinks, and they said, we don't work here, but there's there are PBRs in this cooler. I said, sweet, give me one. Gave him 10 bucks and keep the change. 15 minutes later, they were on stage, and of course, my old ass got beat up that night. Granted, it was part of the 25 years of Fat Wreck in Minneapolis. They were pretty new. I've seen them one other time since. Never got to talk to them that night. So anyway, this is from Derek in in North Dakota. So anyway, cheers, Derek. So yep, we're actually going to we're actually going to wrap. Actually, we're not going to wrap things up, but we're going to play a Bad Cop Bad Cop song because it also fits in with our Mother's Day man, our very very loose Mother's Day theme. Indeed, sir. Indeed. Your mother, your mother is so loose that she fits oh, in with our theme. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we're going to play a Bad Cop Bad Cop song. What 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 do we say we we're going to play, Neil? Nightmare. Nightmare. Yep. Bad cop, bad cop, nightmare. I don't know which album this is from. Hello. Hello. Oh, yeah, I'm a nightmare. And you're my dream come true. No matter where I go. I'll run sweet just to you. Yeah, I'm a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a nightmare. But you know that I
Nightmare from Bad Cop, Bad Cop. And uh, I must admit, when I read that letter, I thought it was going to go somewhere else. Like when he said, you know, the band gave him a beer and he gave him money and stuff. And then the show started. I thought he was going to say, like, they gave him a shout out or something or he got on stage and saw something. But it just kind of faded away. I guess my question for you, Derek, is they weren't working there. There was PBRs right there in the cooler. Why was there any money changing hands? Why didn't you just go grab yourself a PBR and call it good? Uh, he was and giving money. He was giving money to a touring band, man. I think that's cool. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. What are you? Are you stealing? Stealing the band's beer? What's the matter with you? Yeah. Well, it's funny. You know, one of the things going around now is all these venues are in bad shape, right? Right. So they're all like, donate to our venue, donate to our venue. And I see these musicians posting this meme, which I think is great. It's like, it's funny that all these venues are asking for, um, all these venues that paid us in drink tickets for years are now asking for asking <laughs> us for money. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's true. I mean, something so. I, something I've seen from that, which I, I find strange. So, yeah, I mean, it sucks. The venues are hurting and so on. And they put bars and stuff like that. So a lot of them are putting out like some merchandise you can buy. Yep. But they're putting out the most shitty generic T-shirts and crap I've ever seen. It's yeah. like seriously, if they put some thought into this and I did a decent design, maybe like a like a Dickies like button up or something like that, or something a little bit, or a hoodie or something with a yeah, decent that, that design Dickie, on that the back. Dickies button up, man, that would definitely appeal to people forty eight and over. Right. I mean, who the, you work know, on their own cars instead of instead of uh, <laughs> instead of the stupid generic T-shirt with like yeah. some shitty band, you know, a bar name on the front. Nah, man, put some thought into it and you'll sell some stuff. A couple of them that I've noticed actually have been cool, but you're right. Like the the metro ones were sort of lame. And oh, like my, incredibly my, my lame! My venue here, my venue here, the intersection. I, I haven't been super impressed, but like one of our venues here that I love, and we've actually talked about a couple of times, is called the Pyramid Scheme. They've done some cool stuff, but they always do cool stuff. If we're being honest, and I noticed like the X-ray Arcade up in Milwaukee is doing some cool stuff. So there's there's cool stuff to be had. So yeah. I mean, the Met, I mean, Met, Met, little Metro had a great idea. Metro in Chicago, they actually did a collaboration with Vans. So yep. there's like there's like a limited Vans low top, um, with like the Metro on it. But the design is so it's just like an it just says it's just an M. I mean, it's, why would anyone want to buy that? It's yeah. I don't know. Not dissonant, but it's just you know not... a lot of people are Vans collectors, and because you know I'm a huge Vans slip on fan. I have a ton of them. I have a couple pairs I'm wearing right now, but I've gone through many, many pairs over the years. What, you're wearing two pairs right now? Yeah. <laughs> you got full fucking feet? I have these, sometimes I'll buy the weird, like if I find a weird <laughs> pair of clothes out, I'll buy them. Like the ones I have now have these little tiny samurais on them. Anyway, oh, it doesn't okay. matter. Right. I have a pair of the classic, classic checkers that I don't wear mm-hmm. very often. But um, okay, Spicoli. But some people, my point being, some people collect them and don't wear them out. Now I buy them, I wear them, I wear them out, I throw them out. Um, but I know some people collect I have five people still living in my home. I really don't have room to collect shoes, if we're being honest. So, hmm. but anyway, if you're a collector, I can see it. But yeah, they're not too not too exciting. Well, even for so. a collector, there's they just there's no thought gone into the design at all. It's like pay a designer fifty bucks and get them to actually put something on there that people would want. But you know what, Vans have done that a lot with because they put out a lot of band shoes, right? I mean, I know yep. there was a Social D one and there was some other ones. And some were of those actually Vans or were they some like wannabe? No, they were Vans. Vans. They were Vans. Okay. Um. 
At least, like, if you get like the Misfits one or something, I'm pretty sure it's a ripoff. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that that one's a ripoff. But uh, but yeah, Social D have had one. I think there was a Bad Brains one and stuff like that. But it's like there's no thought gone into the design at all. Like yeah. they'll just slap the logo kind of haphazard on the shoe somewhere, and it just kind of sucks. Apparently, you missed your calling, dude. You should have been a shoe designer. Well, I mean, I used to work in design, so I know good ah. design when I see it, and and people want to people will buy it. They're more likely to buy it if it looks decent, right? I mean, who wants to walk around with a pair of Vans with just an M on them? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. Know. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna so be, we're doing so many shows that we're gonna actually this one's not gonna be too unbearably long. I don't nope. know where we're at now. I'm sure we're over an hour. Oh, of course we are. Yes. Without music, so but yeah, we'll. Uh, but why don't we wrap this one up? Yep. And I know you had a uh, something you wanted to do to wrap this up. Anyway, so yeah, punk till I die seventy seven at Gmail and uh, punk till I die punk till I die podcast Facebook. on Facebook. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm gonna so, play us out. Oh, go ahead. No, I was saying. Find us. Find yep. us. We're around. Yeah, uh, yeah. write in for stickers and stuff like that. Send us your addresses. Yes, yes send and us your address. Let us know um, what you can, bands you, you, you like last week. You can email your address or, I, or, you can, um, if you, or you can PM us on Facebook. But probably don't do both. Well, I don't know. Whatever. Send us, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. And, and you know, we'll, we'll get you something eventually. Yeah. I'm I'm going to play us out with a um a song by a Canadian psychobilly band. Uh well it used to be psychobilly. I don't know if you can really call them that anymore, but called The Creep Show. Yep. And um this is actually off their first album. This is one of the one of their slower songs, but it's a great song. And I think it's a good one to end the Mother's Day episode. Um the song is called The Garden. So anything else you want to say, Tom? Any last words? No, everybody be be safe, be be cool. We'll uh, talk yep. to y'all soon again. Yeah, we'll talk to you. We'll talk to y'all soon. Yeah, stay free. So this is the creep show with the garden.
don't cry, don't you go 